Hey, namaste goddesses. You are going to love today's interview. Um, African healer Gogo Tule. We'll be talking about a lot of things, how to work with the ancestors, why it's important to work with our ancestors, but she will share from being an initiated priestess in several lineages, how to safely start the process, especially if you're working on your own. Like me, she does recommend getting support and help along the way, because again, in a traditional culture, this would have been done a very different way, this type of spiritual work. So let me tell you about her. So Gogo Tule Nagane is a Sangoma priestess and a medicine woman. She is guided by the elevated ancestors of her lineage, which includes the Mosi of West Africa and the Zulu of South Africa. So Gogo works as a diviner using ancestral shamanic practices and ceremonial traditions. For healing practice, she offers workshops, ceremonies, and retreats from the perspective of ancient African cosmologies. She walks the path of a wisdom keeper devoted to preserving and honoring the ancestral way of healing. Let me know in the comments what is your biggest takeaway from this interview. Okay, and let's get started. Enjoy. So welcome, Gogo. I am so happy and grateful that you're here today to record this for my tribe. Greetings. Welcome. Thank you for the space. Thank you for allowing me to be here. Um, I greet you and I greet your ancestors and all the divine spirits that are allowing us for us to gather here today. Beautiful. So uh, I think that a lot of the goddesses in my tribe would like to know how you came to this specific path. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was actually born in West Africa and I came to the United States when I was about four years old. I grew up um, with a family background that was Catholic and religious. Wow. And so the beginning part of my path was very religious. In my very early um, teens and, and, and 20s, I just started to feel a desire to understand God and understand my purpose more. And in trying to make religion um, work for me, I just felt more frustrated. I just felt more lost. I felt like I had more questions um, and, and more guilt and, and shame and things of that nature. So um, when opportunity presented itself in a really random way, I came across a metaphysical book that just began to just answer a lot of my questions. And it kind of took me into these universal concepts of God and the soul and our purpose. And that really began, allowed me to, to open up to just studying different spiritual practices, different spiritual um, mindsets and, and philosophies, because I thought that somebody on the planet must have figured this out. I really went into like this spirit junkie um, mode, but realized that I needed to step out of just studying and understanding spirituality through books, um, but really open up to experiencing things and knowing for myself. Because um, I, I wanted to get out of just always being dependent on something else to feel right in this world. And so I, I went to my first spiritual retreat that was um, guided by a group of women of color. And I experienced my first Native American sweat lodge ceremony. And this was the first time doing anything earth-based, anything connected to ancestors. It was just really profound to be around women in this dark womb space and on the earth and seeing people have various spiritual experiences, it just really touched me. It was something that I have never done before. And so one of the women there, you know, just guided us to, if we wanted to go deeper, if we wanted to do more work, she connected us to um, an African traditional healer here in the United States. And um, I got my first ancestral reading or African traditional reading 
and I heard from my ancestors for the first time. Um, sometimes when we get readings, there's a lot of messages and because we're very new to things, um, she said a lot of things that like really resonated and then some things that I was just like, I have no idea what that means, but okay. <laughs> um, but one of the things that came through was the fact that I come from a lineage of healers um, or people that had healers and medicine people and that I was also called to be an African priest or priestess. And so that kind of spearheaded my journey into going through a rites of passage, going through an initiation, learning about the ancient ways of my ancestors. And so just to make the long story very short, that's what kind of opened the way for me. From, from say that, that reading, how long was your journey to where you are, you know, now where you are a priestess and where you provide services? How long a, a journey was that of training and initiation? My particular training was about a three-year period. Um, there were certain things that were unique to me that may not have been with other people, but our traditional way, at least from the Southern African traditions, is that there's no, like, timeline for a program with the ancestors there wasn't like this set one year two year is you go into the process you learn the ways and you do the healing and the cleansing and then your ancestors say when you're finished or they there's certain signs and symbols and dreams that you have that signify to the elders or to your baba and teacher that you are ready to now um, continue to learn and initiate from the space of sitting as a healer so my particular journey was three years um, but for somebody else, it could be different. In the, um, the old, old days, this could have been a 10, 20 year process. Right. Um, but we're living in a time where, you know, we got to get this quickly and, and, and we're not in a, um, you know, the same exact environment. And so even right. in Africa, this is changing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, we're not in that traditional space anymore where, you know, you're living in the same village with the, with, the, you know, your Baba, who you're being trained by, your teacher. Yeah, so it has to be, I'm sure changes have been made for the times. Um, yes. And that's really also why I invited you here. Um, I had mentioned to you when we spoke previously that I made a video from my shamanic teacher. Some of it was, was a little difficult for my viewers. And I, you know, I felt unsure of how to follow up because my teacher said she felt I shouldn't share what I thought would be the next step. She's like, I don't think you should share that as an online thing because you're not there to help people, you know, and I'm, I'm not fully trained in that shamanic tradition. She has a training she does. She said people could, could get into trouble and just, you know, can you talk a little bit about that? Why some things are held back and they're just not out there? I mean, naturally a lot, it's just about the, the way of life of indigenous people and communities. You know, it, when you were younger, certain gifts and abilities would have been recognized by you at an early age and you would have been paired with an elder or grandmother or grandfather or somebody in the community to help and assist you every step of the way. Wow. Um, it's a very lineage oriented thing. You don't just go up and at least from our perspective you don't just go up and sign up for something it's all right. guided by spirit right. and then because you're a child in the eyes of the ancestors you do need that nurturing of a spiritual mother or father um because uh, people can open portals and a lot of strange things start to happen and then you don't have that support talking a few days about some people are having spiritual waking systems in the middle of their jobs in the middle of the hospitals and nobody around there has the consciousness to understand what is happening with you so i get why and then and the second part is that 
Yeah. This our traditions are our secret societies and our secret mysteries and the information that we begin to have access to comes with responsibility. Yeah. And so it takes good character. It takes integrity. Um, and so I understand where the elders are coming from in terms of not showing everything and not sharing everything. But even now in 2020 and in the, you know, this new century, there are elders that are coming forth and saying, it is no longer the time to hide things. The state of the world and the way that things are unfolding is that we need to share some of these secrets. We need to allow people to find their way. And so I respect that there are certain things that probably, you know, it would be great if it wasn't online. It would be great if, you know, there was a little bit more um, sense, but we're all spread across the different world and yeah. we're all, we're just in a different time. And I think that it's, it's, it's important to explore because we don't have elders in place for certain things it's like we're not just going to not do anything our spirits right. are calling us we're feeling the shifts we're feeling yeah. this like yeah get up and do something get up and try something get up and go somewhere that's what i did my journey mm -hmm. went in a lot of different waves and directions but i honestly would not be where i am now if i didn't explore if i didn't challenge and i wasn't willing to be a little bit of a, of a rebel I think that when we try certain things that we see online, it's just important to, at some point, you know, bring somebody else into the circle, yeah. you know, get some support, get some feedback. And I think that eventually, you know, the spirits are going to allow to put those things in place that um, used to be there for us in, 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 in this modern way. Basically, what I hear you saying is start, the, start, start a path. Of course, yes. always have your discernment in place. Don't, you know, don't go join some, you know, because you know some people, which is not what we're talking about. They'll just go off and join some community and it's like, oh my God, I'm in a cult. I just want to put that out. I am not, I'm saying keep your discernment, yes. you know, but I think what Gogo is saying is as you continue, you're going to explore and you'll start to be guided in from internally, right? And you'll be yes. led to those elders and those teachers who can who can support you. Yes, and I just want to be real about the fact that you know yeah. sometimes we're guided to el um, leaders and mm -hmm. healers that are not just teaching us the way, but they're also teaching us who not to be and what not to do. And so sometimes we have to recognize that okay, this was an experience that I had. I I recognize the lesson, and then I move forward mm -hmm. because I know that just like in any industry or any path in in this world there are those who are who aren't um sharing from the highest place of integrity or they're integrity. Sharing, sharing from their space of pain and trauma and right. and things of that nature but that's just a human thing that is happening across the board right. everywhere on the planet and it's just it's, it's the journey of life yes and it doesn't negate that specific path even exactly i mean i this is now speaking for myself i am and i've been told that i'm like this i I can help lead people to what their path is. It, it doesn't mean that so everybody has to become this or label themselves that because yes, we're gonna find basically dysfunction or, or those coming from their pain body in, in any tradition, any spiritual or religious tradition is what yes. I hear you saying. And that's why I was using the word discernment. You know, keep your discernment and keep your inner guidance um, all, all along the path. One yeah, more thing ahead. that I want to add about that is that sometimes it can be difficult with discernment to really begin to tell because sometimes our elders and our teachers aren't going to make us feel comfortable. They're going to yeah. challenge us. They're going to see things about us, our, us that we don't see for ourselves. 
and it can be very easy to now begin to judge this um, person that is trying to help you because you're feeling energy move in a way that you don't understand and so um it's just important to remain open um yeah. no i i hear you i hear you because i mean i feel like i've been on this path probably literally since i was 14 and i won't say i don't like to give my age because i i feel in this society people very much um put you in a box depending on the age they, they're like oh you should be like this or should be like that so uh, that's one main reason I don't like to give my age, but yeah, I, for instance, really briefly, I learned yoga at Kripalu Yoga Center, and it turns out literally, go, go, the, I was finishing my teacher training. I was the last teacher training group with that guru intact. It's, it's very famous. It was in like the Boston Globe. He basically was, um, you know, was engaging in misconduct um, with, um, he basically had a mistress while preaching celibacy no less to to his disciples and so it was a huge scandal at kripalu um it, it rebounded um you know within a couple of years and there's no longer a guru but i i hear what you're saying because yeah we have to keep discernment and yet at the same time our teacher might put us in an uncomfortable situation or bring up you know like shadow aspects of ourselves that we don't want to see so it, it is a it is a steep path i would yes. say yeah. So one of the wonderful things I really hope you can share with my tribe is, and so from, from my video, I hope I'm doing it in a linear enough. I basically was looking at ancestors, like, you know, not the way I think a lot of us think of maybe great grandparents, grandparents, but like I, I was opening the scope of our, especially those of African descent, our ancestry, which is worldwide, basically. Mm -hmm. And I, in one of my first journeys uh at an ancestral workshop with my teacher i actually met an irish ancestor hmm. interestingly enough and and so i talked about that in the video and then that seemed to trigger a lot of people because you know like one person wrote me and she said and i'm glad she wrote me but she said you know but we don't want to uh we don't want to connect with the abusive ancestors or you know that were through abuse and i and i had not said that go go i made it really clear in fact you were to ask for the, you know, to connect with the healers, the shamans, like I, I made a whole thing about that, but I, I don't know. Can you speak a little bit? I know this isn't something we had planned particularly, but mm -hmm. especially those of us with really diverse backgrounds, mm -hmm. I believe that there's healing to be had in, in, um, in connecting with the, the healers, you know, in every, in any tradition that's in our lineage, going back, you know, this ancestor, I want to say, was like seventh century. It was like, it was crazy. It really surprised me. And literally when I came back and I was reporting to my teacher, she was just smiling and she had this strange look. And I said, what, what? And she said, before we went into this journey, spirit said to her, Vivine, you know, she's going to be surprised because she's following her father's lineage. And my, my dad is like a deep chocolate brown. And they said, but she's going to end up in Europe. And I, and she was smiling because she hadn't told me that go-go, but I came back. I'm like, this is who I met, you know, and she was very helpful, you know, and it would, because we went before the trauma, we went pre-trauma, which is one of the things my teacher um, teaches us. So anyway, can you share a little bit on that? No, I, I just want to focus and tune into um, the, the, the conversation is happening around tuning into elevated ancestors and beings, and then the energy of maybe traumatic um, or, you know, 
painful ancestors. Yeah. Um, and what I say is what I can agree upon is that, yes, we want to call on the light. We want to call on the energies that were elevated. We want to call on those we had well um, and rightful relationships with and are connected to. Um, they are our guides for sure. But in the spiritual realm, there is not just guides. There is not just light. There is everything. And a lot of times when we open up portals, the first things that we see is the darkness, is the ugly, is the pain, is what is a problem. And we have to move through that in order to get to the light, in order to get to the elevated spirits. Um, mm -hmm. The whole concept of awakening is, is bringing in light, right? And so that light has to burst past, burst past and through a lot of darkness and so if you are if opening the portals and dark energies or sad ancestors or ancestors that did horrible things are coming through that means they need to be elevated and they need to be cleared and mm -hmm. and certain soul contracts need to be rewritten so that now that energy can clear 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 and then there's just more and more light and more and more divinity and so to me this ignoring of you don't call upon um painful ancestors for help but you may need Thank to you. call in those painful ancestors because right now the way that they're vibrating in your energy field or in your kashic records is causing problems with money it's yeah. causing problems with fertility or it's causing problems with a number of different things yeah so our our problems our blockages are connected to these lower or you know these energies that are vibrating at an energy that that matches the problem and so if you want to solve that problem you want to address those spirits you may need support in doing that. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that is, you know, I, I don't want to, like to me to ignore ancestors that were oppressive or things of that nature is like saying that you don't want to embrace all of life and all of God because God is in everything, involved with everything. We are meant to help transcend those energies and not exclude anything, I think is, is um, there's this aspect of like avoidance and there's no way to avoid, like we can think that we're doing that. We can think that we're pushing something to the side, but it's just coming back around in a different form that we don't even recognize. Yeah, that it's a very deep conversation. Goddesses, my group coaching program, Goddess Manifestation is now registering and enrolling. There are early bird bonuses and special pricing. This is perfect for you if you finally want to manifest that business that you've been wanting to do or grow your small business or leave a career and embark on a new career or make a major change in your life. That's what Goddess Manifestation is all about. Click the link below the video for more information and to register. I decided to split the video in two because it was getting too long, so look out for part two in the next week or so.